Hi, my name is Autumn Dixon, and this week's Come Follow Me is September 27th through October 3rd, and we are looking at Doctrine and Covenants 109 through 110. Now, if you prefer a different medium to receive your Come Follow Me lesson this week, you can check out the description below this video. I'm going to post information about my podcast and my blog. So, section 109 through 110. Section 109 was a prayer given by and given to Joseph Smith. So Joseph Smith received a prayer by revelation from our Savior Jesus Christ, and he gave that prayer at the dedication of the Kirtland Temple. Section 110 was a series of visions that were given after the temple was dedicated. So one of the readings for this week was Revelations in Context, a section in Revelations in Context. Revelations in Context is essentially just telling the story that's happening behind the sections that we're reading in Doctrine and Covenants. So there's so much that was happening with the saints as they were building the Kirtland Temple. So many beautiful stories that we can learn about if we know that they're there, right? Because when we're reading just Doctrine and Covenants, we're missing so much of the story. We're getting the dedication prayer or missing so much of the story. Revelations in context help us understand the story. So one of the suggested readings was about the saints building the temple. Now, as I learned about the saints building the Kirtland temple, I felt a kinship to that building. And I felt a kinship because there are many parallels between how the Lord built his house and how he builds us as his children. There are so many parallels. As you read that section, it blew me away how many things I learned about how the Lord's trying to build me. We're only gonna talk about a couple today. So the first parallel that I wanna talk about is how the Kirtland Temple was gradually revealed. It didn't happen all at once. So the vision of the saints for this building was extremely limited in the beginning, <laughs> extremely limited. So the Lord gave a commandment to build a house for him. Um, the saints thought they were building a schoolhouse, which they were not. Five months later, they haven't begun building this schoolhouse <laughs> and the Lord rebukes him and says, you need to get together. So the saints become serious and they're ready to build this house for the Lord. It is only then that it is actually revealed more what they're building. So Joseph Smith and the rest of the First Presidency kneel down and pray about this building that they're supposed to put together for the Lord. And they receive an actual vision of the Kirtland Temple and what it is meant to look like. They see the outside, they can walk around it, they walk inside the temple, they can see all the details and what this building is meant to look like. Now, it was only after the saints started to get serious that it was revealed to them what they were actually building, right? However, what's interesting is that their vision was still limited. The endowment that was received in the Kirtland Temple was only a partial endowment. They didn't even get the full endowment in the Kirtland Temple. That didn't happen until the Nauvoo Temple. They only received a partial endowment. They had much more vision than they had when they thought they were building a schoolhouse, but it was still very limited. Even in our day, we probably do not fully comprehend, or at least most of us, my guess is most of us, I guess I can't really tell, but most of us do not comprehend the full importance of the temple and just what it's supposed to be doing for us. 
we probably have no idea. <laughs> and what's funny is when you look at our own lives, there is so much of a parallel there. We have no idea what we are meant to become. We don't have a clue. <laughs> I guess we have a clue. We know we're supposed to become like our Heavenly Father eventually, but we probably don't fully comprehend what that means. We are, as we try to build ourselves in this life, I think we are often looking to build schoolhouses and the Lord has so much more in mind for us. The first presidency, Joseph Smith and the first presidency received a vision of the Kirtland Temple and they knew the blueprint for the temple. And what this reminds me of for our life is the plan of salvation. We had the plan of salvation revealed to us. And so we know where we came from. We have an idea of what we're supposed to be doing in this life. And we have a hope of where we want to go in the next life. But it's just a blueprint. Like the saints, we still don't have a full comprehension of what we are meant to ultimately become. Just like the saints didn't fully understand what the temple was meant to be. It is only after we start to walk along this path and walk towards our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we get more details and we learn more and more and more, right? <laughs> and it is going to be a long process that will probably continue into the next life to fully understand what temples are and what we are meant to become. Second parallel I want to talk about, times and seasons. There's a quote in Revelations and Context that I would like to read. So this quote a decision was made to discontinue the building of the temple for the winter for want of materials and to prepare and get all things ready to recommence it early in the spring. So the saints were building the temple and they were moving along and they realized that they would not be able to build enough bricks with sufficient quality to finish building the temple. Now, what this actually kind of implies to me is that maybe they could have built enough bricks to finish a temple. But the real issue here was that they were not enough. They didn't have enough to build bricks of sufficient quality to build a house for the Lord. So they took a break. I don't imagine that the Lord was too upset about them taking a break <laughs> because he didn't say anything. He had chastised them once before for not being serious about building the temple. But he didn't chastise them this time for taking a break. Because they took a break, there was a Canadian masonry builder construction guy from Canada who came to Kirtland. He was a convert. Artemis Malay. He was experienced and he actually suggested that they build the temple with stucco. And because he suggested this, they were able to put in dishes and broken glass and they were able to make the exterior of the temple shine and glimmer, right? Now, pulling us back into our own lives. The Lord requires a lot of us, and he requires a lot of us because it is only in requiring a lot of us that we are able to fully realize our potential. If he didn't expect more of us, we wouldn't go very far, not nearly as far as we could possibly go. However, he does not withhold rest from us. Rest is also very important. The saints could have possibly kept trekking forward, putting their heads down, muscling through, and building a lesser quality temple. But they didn't. And because they didn't, two things happened. One, they built a higher quality temple, and they were still able to build it on time. 
the saints were able to dedicate the temple and receive a partial endowment. Part of the blessings that they were meant to receive, they were still able to receive those blessings in the Kirtland Temple before they were kicked out of Kirtland. So often in my own life, I feel like I'm out of time to finish the things that the Lord has wanted me to do. As we learn to take breaks and to take a breath and to let the Lord help us know how much effort is sufficient, we're able to one, make things of higher quality, and two, we will still be able to get things done on time. It may not be according to our timeline, which is what I'm learning, <laughs> but it will be done on time according to the Lord's standards. It is okay to take a break and to take a breath. The Lord can help us know how much work is sufficient. He can give us the strength to accomplish that amount of work. And then he can help us know when it's sufficient so that we can take the rest that we need. Third parallel that I would like to talk about, built by amateurs. The temple was built by amateurs. <laughs> there were very few people that actually knew what they were doing. <laughs> um, Artemis Malay, Brigham Young and his brother, there were a couple others that actually knew what they were doing. Most of the saints in Kirtland had not ever built anything of this magnitude. A lot of them, I'm sure, helped construct their own homes, those kinds of things. But it was very basic, their construction, right? Something of this magnitude they had never even imagined building. <laughs> it was built by amateurs. And everyone was included. Everyone helped. The men, the women, and the children. The children helped too. It was the children who gathered up the glass and the dishes to break and to put onto the exterior of the temple so that the temple could shine, right? Everybody helped. This has a couple of implications for our life. One being that those who influence our lives, right, influence the building of our temples, are amateurs. <laughs> right? Everyone makes mistakes. The people around you are going to make mistakes. And because of the atonement of Jesus Christ, we can still become what we are ultimately meant to become. I think about myself being a mother, and sometimes that still surprises me that I'm a mom of three kids because I still feel 18 sometimes, which is not true. I'm not 18. <laughs> but I think about being a mother, right? There's no really preparing to be a mother. <laughs> There's no way that you can possibly, you can take all the classes, you're not going to be prepared. <laughs> You'll never be prepared for the sleepless nights and having to have the self-control the next morning to not yell at your other kids after your baby kept you awake all night. There's really no preparing, even if you've been around kids your whole life. And there are many times that I step back and I ask myself, am I ruining my children? <laughs> But the Lord chooses amateurs. And because of the atonement of Jesus Christ, he can choose amateurs. <laughs> it's not going to permanently ruin any of us, right? Because of the atonement of Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Lord can use amateurs. He can make up for the mistakes that we make and the ways that we bump into each other. And he can still build these beautiful, glorious temples. And he builds these temples by using us, using amateurs, right? Our just like using children, using our undeveloped, our underdeveloped qualities to bring about his work. That's how he's building us as temples, right? Anyone who has received a leadership calling understands this, or they quickly 
came to understand this after they received that calling, that they are not cut out for this calling, right? The Lord has the capacity to care for all of his children, to take care of the mistakes made by amateurs and to build temples. And he can do it by using the process of us ironing out our own weaknesses. Jumping in and starting to build that temple is the best way for us to grow. Just straight jumping in. That is, I mean, that was this whole life, right? (laughs) We were meant to just jump in and go and gain experience. That is the best way for us to grow. And the atonement takes care of all the mistakes. And we are all, through the atonement of Jesus Christ, able to become as glorious as these houses of the Lord. So those are just three parallels that the Lord uses to build his temple and to build us. Now, after the temple has been built, the Lord accepts his temple. And I'm going to read a couple of verses out of section 110. So so this is section 110 and is verses 6 through 7. And it says, Let the hearts of your brethren rejoice, and let the hearts of all my people rejoice who have, with their might, built this house to my name. For behold, I have accepted this house, and my name shall be here, and I will manifest myself to my people in mercy in this house. So one day, after we have done everything we can to build our temples, we'll have done many different activities, and we will have made many different choices that will either build our temple or diminish it. We're going to stand before the Lord and learn whether our sacrifice has been acceptable to Him. And... If it has been acceptable, we will have reason to rejoice, just like it says in this verse. If we have done it right, he'll be excited. And doing it right really just comes down to utilizing the atonement when we make mistakes and trying our very best to follow how the Lord wants it. Hopefully, if we learn anything in this life, it's that we should follow the Lord's blueprint and not our own. However, there is a phrase in this verse that I want to read one more time. It says, I have accepted this house and I will manifest myself to my people in mercy in this house. So the saints built the Kirtland Temple and they built it out of their poverty, right? There were lots of poor people in Kirtland and building the temple was really difficult, especially for these people who had never built a temple in their lives or built anything like a temple, right? They had built log cabins, and when they were talking about building the Kirtland Temple, they were like, maybe we should build a log cabin, because they had never had their vision lifted. And after their vision is lifted, it was really difficult to live up to those ideals. The saints worked so hard to complete this temple. They stood watch over it overnight because there were people who would come in and vandalize the temple and try to steal things. It was difficult. It was not an easy process. Even though it was the Lord's commandment, it was not an easy process to build this temple for him. But the Lord will visit them in mercy. And I think this is so telling of the atonement of Jesus Christ, right? We will spend our entire lives doing our best to follow the blueprint of the Lord. We made plenty of mistakes along the way. And there will be times when we do a pretty good job following the Lord's way. But in the end... It will be the atonement and Christ's mercy that win the day. All of these activities, all of these activities will help to build our temple. And the times when we make mistakes, the Lord will be able to like fix it, right? Take care of it. But even as we are working to build the temple, in the very end, 
it will be his mercy. It will be him that paid for the entire temple. He'll fix the mistakes as we're building. And in the end, it will be him that paid for the whole thing. Even though we're doing a ton of work and he requires us to do that work so that we can grow, so that temples can be built, it will be him that has paid for it. I am grateful for the opportunity that the Lord has given me to build a temple. I'm grateful that as I draw closer to him, I get a better idea of what he wants me to become. So much more than I had in mind for myself. I can promise you that. <laughs> so much more than I had in mind for myself. I'm grateful that he helps me overcome the mistakes I make as I build. I am grateful that he paid for it because I can't pay for it. I'm grateful that he loved me enough to want this temple built and paid for. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.